Guitar riff will tune up the band quick. Just straight off my laptop, I blow with the bandwidth. How slick can this man get? But the color of a razor, more diesel than Nash. I move past all these haters. See, they know who I hey, am. Donald, can I'm you here. please shut the hell up? And when it's all said and done, I hope that we not have to listen to you ever, ever again. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the face of the hill, the mouth of the bout, the whole effing podcast, Don DiBiase, Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Mundo, Don Strowman, Donovan, the lowdown Lloyd. And I'm back with another episode of The Perfect Edge. As usual, there's a lot to talk about. Well, not as usual. Sometimes it's not nothing to talk about. But um, this week, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on in the world of wrestling and combat sports and other things in the world. Um, I will talk about Donald Trump being an idiot and taking jump shot with paper towels in front of meeting people. But, you know, you've seen it and we're all disgusted and yeah. So, anyway, shout out to the people in Puerto Rico and Texas and all the other places that were affected by hurricanes. Um, Stay strong, persevere, may God be with you as he is, as I know he is. Um, And, yeah, just, you know, continue to strive and rebuild. You have it in you. We're praying with you. And people continue to send supplies and things of that nature because, you know, obviously our head of our country doesn't want to do it and if he does he doesn't want to do it with humanity in him. Anyway, so got a lot going on this week. We got uh UFC two sixteen, we got uh WWE Hell in the Cell, we have Beyond Wrestling, Adios, uh Aurora. So gonna talk about a little bit of everything. Um let's just start it off uh Something that's important to me, uh, anybody who knows me knows I, I, I'm a funny guy, and I like to watch and experience funny things. So this uh, past week, um, I watched uh, Def Comedy Jam's 20th anniversary. Uh, anybody who watches any form of comedy, Dale Hughley, Dave Chappelle, Steve Harvey, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, uh, Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, anybody who's like popping right now in the comedy world... <clears throat> Uh, mostly black uh, comedians have come from this platform, man. And um, if you've ever seen Def Comedy Jam, then this is definitely something that you will want to watch just to, you know, experience and celebrate 20 years of Def Comedy Jam and just all the people that have come from it and all the things that they've done from it. <clears throat> it's just a very, very dope uh, thing to watch. So I recommend that you all go and watch that. It's on Netflix. You can catch it. Dave Chappelle and D.L. Hughley have a segment where they are just truly hilarious and it's definitely worth watching trust me <clears throat> uh moving on to ufc 216 i think we talked about it last episode uh we got tony ferguson versus kevin lee it's a huge blood feud that i'm excited to see um i'm gonna do picks on this episode i i don't know man this is a tough fight they're both uh pretty pretty damn good and they're both talking a big game right now, and I know they both can back it up. I think I'm going to go with... 
Ah, damn, this is a tough pick. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Tony Ferguson. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Tony Ferguson. Um, possibly decision. Yeah, this is tough, man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with Tony Ferguson. I'm not even going to put a stipulation on a reason why. I'm just going. I'm going with Tony Ferguson. Period. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Lee comes out with a window, but I'm choosing Tony Ferguson. Uh, we have Fabricio Verdun versus Derek Lewis. Now, I like Fabricio Verdun, but I. I kind of got on to the Derek Lewis bandwagon a couple matches before he went into retirement. So this is his first match back, and Derek Lewis was on a tear before he left. No disrespect to Fabricio, but I think Derek Lewis is going to continue to do his thing and progress on. So I'm picking Derek Lewis. Uh, yeah, I just I'm picking Derek Lewis. I think he's gonna win. He he was on the tear before he left. He hasn't been going too long, so I I believe I totally believe he he's gonna be back on the tear, and uh, I'm choosing him to win. Next up, we got Paige Van Zant versus Jessica I. I'm a Paige Van Zant fan, even though she has not been on a great streak. Um, so I'm hoping that she wins. I'm choosing her to win. Um, Jessica I is no sleeper though, so. But I don't know. Paige is cute, but I hope cuteness doesn't help you win fights. So I hope that Paige wins. Also, I'm excited to see Pera Gonzalez on the card. And that's pretty much about it. As far as <clears throat> UFC 216 goes. Moving on, we got WWE Raw this week. Um, pretty decent Raw. Uh, it's probably one of the few this year that I... Watched all the way through, I believe. I may have skipped one segment or so, but yeah, pretty much watched it all the way through. Um, starting off, Braun Strowman versus Seth Rollins. Um, it was a pretty, pretty. It was a really good match. Uh, I don't know if Braun is becoming like that guy who you have matches with and they're not, they can be dull or they won't be dull. But Dean and Seth both had good matches with Braun um the past two weeks. So, um. Rollins definitely pulled off some slick offense against Braun. Definitely showed his quickness. Definitely had to be quick, obviously, um, going against somebody like Braun. Um, I thought Braun punching Seth while trying to do the suicide dive was super dope. Like He always just has these really dope moments um, in the middle of the match. Um, I just like catch my nowhere. Like, I, I still don't think Apollo Crews fully recovered from when he tried to do the backflip maneuver and Braun just kicked him out of the out of the air and he landed damn near on the side of his head. So like he just always has like some super dope moments. Anyway, um I thought it was you know I mean, typical Seth doing the suicide dives, but it took multiple suicide dives to even get Braun down. And it's like I, I, a lot of his matches go to the outside now that I think about it. A lot of Braun's matches always end up outside somehow. Um not that I, I not that I'm, you know, against it. It is what it is, but it's just something I noticed. Um, Seth doing the blockbuster um, was a pretty dope move. Um, Brian obviously not affected by kicking out at the one count. Um, but as as usual, Brian wins. Um, apparently, the only person who can beat him is Brock, <sighs> which we won't get into anyway. Um, Dean coming out. Uh, power slamming Dean, putting in do it very quickly. Uh, was super dope. Um, Booker saying Strowman don't want no bread. He don't want no salad. All he want is meat. 
Booker has been having some good lines when it comes to Brian lately, so I'm definitely happy when he has some good lines like that because they're truly hilarious to me. So, don't want no bread, don't want no salad, don't want no meat. All he want is meat. It's funny. You can, if you have an immature mind, you can laugh at that in, in another way. But anyway, uh, the bar also comes down and does their finisher on the champs, which is, you know, whatever. I mean, it's a, it's a plug for something. So, it was cool. It was dope. Um, it made sense. So, it uh, made more sense than Bo and Curtis Axel coming down and doing things. So, moving on. Yeah, Mickey James. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mickey James. Looking good. Really, really good. Really, really. Okay, really good. Anyway, uh, we had an Alicia Fox sighting. That was different, huh? Haven't seen her in quite some time since she was yelling out Cedric Alexander's name. In weird fashions. But anyway, nonetheless, good to see Alicia Fox, the savvy vet, even though they used that for Mickey at some point. The savvy vet is Alicia Fox. Come up with something else for her, for Mickey. Guys, you're better than that. Um, anyway, um, the whole setup with Alexa leaving Mickey, the the box of, of the pins and the walker, it was cool. Uh, I mean, it was typical WWE stuff to build towards something, I guess. I mean, it was like, eh, eh it's cool. It is what it is. Um, Alicia and Emma giggling like schoolgirls. I mean, I guess, WWE, whatever. Um, I just thought it was really surprising that Nia was in Alexa's dressing room. Hey, what do you want? It's like, when did y'all get cool again? Like, why are you in her dressing room? And then, oh, I challenge you to a match, basically. And it was just like, all right, we see it coming, like, it was corny, but it is what it is, whatever. Um, so uh I don't know, man. Like I the match was it was it was cool. Um uh, you know, Mickey hung in there with Naya. Uh, putting her down with the tornado DDT was a dope move. Um Alexa interfering was inevitable. It was gonna happen. Um, but Mickey getting back her offense, tacking her outside the ring was really, really dope, really, really cool. It just worries me um, that she – I really want Mickey to get the title. Um, I hope she gets the title, and that's just not even me being biased. But okay, it is me being biased. But I really want to see her get the title, get a seventh reign, and that would be dope. Um, it's only one person I can think of that they brought back and they put titles on. Recently, and that's the Hardys. The Dudley Boys came back. They didn't get titles. I really don't want Mickey to come back and not get a title. Like, I want her to be able to get a title. I think she deserves a title for the seventh frame. And, yeah, I just want her to get it. Um, and she's, she's had it six times. Like, come on. It's it's easy to put it on her and, and run a couple things with her having a title. Just, just do it. And I definitely wouldn't mind seeing her and Sasha, her and Emma, Dope matches can come from it, man. Just her and uh her Oscar again. That'd be dope. So yeah, it's, it's a lot to do. Um, but you know, we'll see what WWE does. Um what the hell is Bray Wyatt doing? Um I I, I don't care what he's doing. Um I heard there's rumors out there that he'll dress as sister Abigail and kinda like Finn does with the demon thing and he'll have some weird, creepy look as Sister Abigail and uh I, I just don't want it. 
I, I don't care. What what are you doing? Like, dude, you have not been. You've you've made a liar out of me, bro. You really made a liar out of me. Or the writers that write for you have made a liar out of me, and I'm very disappointed because you have a a great gimmick per se, and it's been trash for quite some time now. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I, I kind of think that I just see I could see that they put. Elias with him that I mean this is just this is just thought out booking I hope this doesn't happen because Elias is kind of doing his own thing which is cool and Bray doesn't need to pretty much bring anyone's career down again with nonsense but I can see how that happens but anyway that's just me thinking out loud sorry people if that offends you um anyway actually I'm not sorry I don't care if it offends you but um anyway Titus got back in the ring Titus brand worldwide on full display um Last week, I said I wasn't sure if he would get back in the ring, um, but I wasn't surprised if he would, and he did. Um, he completely, well, he looked a little out of shape. Um, if he's going to be back in the ring, he definitely wants to get in the trade. I'm not one to talk right now because I haven't been in the gym, but that's neither here nor there. He's he's a wrestler. So, um, yeah, just that was, I mean, other than that, he was cool. Typical moves. Uh, did what he had to do, but uh you know, definitely got to tighten up there, buddy. Tighten up, Titus. Moving on. Uh, the Enzo segment. Uh, what? I, I don't understand why he was in the backstage. He looked so puzzled, looking so speechless. And then he went out and had, like, everything in the world to say. It was just, that was just a stupid moment. Um, very dumb moment. Um... Uh, Mickey James getting a championship title match at TLC is really, really dope. Um, well, we already talked about it. Um, but even the way they did it, it was, it was, you know, cool. All right. Even though we know that's coming. Oh, you're getting the title. But I really, I never, ever want to hear her do Kurt's shtick again. It's true. It's damn true. No. We we know it's true, but we don't want you to say it's true. Just accept it and go on and be beautiful and wonderful and cute, but never say that again. That is for Kurt. Let Kurt say it. Anyway, uh, we had uh, Jason Jordan and Matt Hardy, the odd pairing versus the club. Um, everyone had, well, most people except for Matt, had new gear on that, uh, that night. Um, my favorite color is green. Just putting that out there. And everyone had some sort of green on. So I like everyone's new gear. Jason Jordan liked his new gear. I like the club's new gear. Super dope. Um, that's about it as far uh, as this match goes. I, I like their gear. Um, uh, Jason Jordan, he definitely has the look. But this push or the push that they were trying to give him, uh, it's too fast. It's too fast. Um I guess they're going to do this thing with him and Matt. Um, but outside of that, the push that they were trying to give him is just too fast. Take your time. Continue to slow build him. Don't rush him. Let him, you know, continue to up go through the ranks and, you know, do what he has to do. Don't the, – the intercontinental push, like, no one, no one thought he would get the title. But at the same time, with WWE, you never truly know. So, um, but, yeah, I'm just – just take your time with them, guys. Don't don't push them too much because then we're gonna hate him. Roman Reigns. Anyway, 
Well, they're going to hate him. I, I actually like Roman again because I like Shield Roman. And it looks like we're going to get Shield Roman. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, um, we had the breast cancer moment, um, which was really, really dope. Uh, the belts was fire. The white and pink belts, fire. They need to put those up um, on WWE.shop, whatever, WWEshop.com, because those things are really, really dope. Um, but uh, I thought, I mean, it's just a dope way to recognize um, the women that are that have survived breast cancer. It was just a super dope moment doing the uh, the warrior uh, rope shaking thingy. It was dope. It was just dope. Uh, really dope moment. Not a kayfabe was broken now. But uh, anyway, uh, Roman versus The Miz. Uh, I thought it was super smart storytelling for Roman to take out the Miz Taraj first, just beating the total crap out of them, showing Savage Roman in his truest form. Just, you know, it was super dope to see that. Uh, Roman getting the chair out. Um, I always, this one thing I noticed, why is there so much mad, why is there mad water and Gatorade under the ring? Like, who was under there that that much water and Gatorade just needs to be under the ring? Like, what are they doing with that? Who? Why is that there? Anyway, um, I might have been thirsty at the time. That's probably why I noticed it so much. But anyway, um, Roman just laying waste to the Mr. Rides and making sure that they were out of the picture was just a super smart and great storytelling, something that they've done right for once or twice, maybe. Anyway, uh, going on later in the match, Miz slipping by the Superman punch and getting in the skull for, uh, crushing finale was uh, was really cool to see. Just, uh, you know, Obviously, I didn't think the match was going to last as long as it did, but uh, just seeing the Miz being smart, being cunning, showing his uh, veteran uh, prowess, and slipping by the Superman punch and getting the skull crush finale in. Um, even Miz kicking out of the, the, the vicious Superman punch that uh, Roman did land was just, it was super surprising. It was just like, you know, uh, they're going to give it to Roman. Um, and I mean, not that I didn't think that, obviously. Um, I just, I mean, no one's thinking that. I hope no one's thinking that Roman was going to get that title because it's just, come on, guys. Use your noodle. Use your noodle. That was not going to happen. Anyway, um, Shield and, and uh, being mocked by the bar and Miz just uh, is really, I feel like WWE did this week what they should have did last week and that they finally figured it out and put it all together. Like, oh, they should do this with him. So we'll do it this week. And it's like, we know that you could have did it last week, and you didn't. But it's cool. We're here now. Good job, guys. Um, even though what I thought the Shield was going to come back together against Sanity whenever they came up um, was a good idea. But, you know, WWE does what they want, and this is good. This is good. I'm not mad at this. This is okay. So I'm with it. I'm rocking with it. Um, Finn and Bray, this is only going on. Because it's Halloween time. Other than that, I, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. It's just giving them something to do. And they're both, hey, this guy, he dresses up. We can dress up Bray. And they'll do it for Halloween, the month of October. And the kids will love it. But the adults, we hate it. We hate it. We've hated it for the past two months now. But, you know, WWE does what WWE does. It's... It's dry. It is desert dry. And we don't want it anymore, but there's nothing else for these guys to do, so it is what it is, I guess. 
Um, I guess I guess the I I really hope this doesn't go on till Survivor Series. Dear God, I hope this doesn't go on until Survivor Series because if they're gonna do the tra- uh, the traditional Survivor Series match, I'm pretty sure that these two are gonna be involved somehow. I would think. Well, damn, maybe not. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys on that roster, man. I mean, you got Dean, you got Seth, you got Roman, Braun, Miz, even though Miz probably wouldn't be in it. Um, hell, Jason Jordan, Matt Hardy. Uh, damn, there's a lot of guys that you could put up on there. Thinking about it now. Uh, hmm, it's interesting. Anyway, uh, that's Sasha Banks. Oh, jeez. Oh, Sasha Banks. Looking good. Looking real good. Looking like a slab of ribs with barbecue salt. Alright. Um, so um she was wearing the gear that she had on in the Walgreens exclusive figure. I just thought I should put that out there. Um I thought it was dope to see that being that that figure is so great and I have it and multiple people have it because it's a great figure. Anyway, if you are near your local Walgreens and they have that figure, I, I encourage you to buy it because it's just a dope figure. And it's Sasha Banks. What else do you need to say? Nothing. Anyway, I really hate the narrative that, you know, Sasha hasn't defended the title. It's really stupid. It's really irritating. It's really annoying because we know that she's top three, top five at, at most. Top two, in my opinion, anyway. Top two, eh, top three, top three, top three. Um, female wrestler in the company. And it's trash that she's held that title as many times as she has and has not been able to successfully defend it because of booking. WWE, your booking for her with the title has been trash. Trash. Basora. And, you know, but it is what it is. <laughs> WWE. Anyway, um, I like Emma and Alicia Fox tagging together. That was really, really dope. Um, I don't understand why Emma is turned on Alicia Fox, but I guess that'd be something which I don't mind that. I don't mind seeing Emma versus Alicia Fox. I don't mind seeing Emma versus anybody right now. Um, Alicia Fox actually has a really, really dope moveset, so I'm not upset with you know, her, if she goes against Emma and we get something, and that'd be dope, too, to even see Alicia wrestling and not acting bizarre and crazy. Um, anyway, in that match, uh, Sasha uh, and Bailey versus uh, Alicia and Emma. Um, Sasha reversing out of spinning neck breaker um, was a really, really uh, dope point because um, that was pretty damn dangerous. She could have got hurt. But uh, true Sasha fashion, she did well, made out of it, made it look good. Bailey doing the stunner through the ropes was a dope uh, maneuver. Really, really dope. Dope. Um, just overall good match. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Bailey and Sasha, they're I don't know what they're gonna do with them at this point. I don't really, I don't, I don't see the the turn. I'm tired of even trying to figure out the turn um, because it's just like who knows when it's coming, and I don't know. Um, I hope they don't do it now, just because I don't know, but. Yeah, I don't because at this point I can't see what they're really gonna do with Bailey and Sasha, and I hope that the turn isn't coming now because it's just like it's kind of pointless. Neither of them have the title, and it, should, it would just be dumb for them to do it now. So I don't know, but they definitely made me. They definitely 
made me see the vision of women's tag champs. Maybe coming, guys. Get ready. Um. Anyway, I think the women need more belts anyway, especially with the slew of... Is that a good word to say? Anyway, with the uh, plethora, there we go, of women that are, are coming in from uh, the May Young Classic, hopefully that they sign a good bit of them. Um, you can add more titles. You can do more, especially on Raw. You have a bunch of time on Raw, and you are not using it well, guys. So it's not like you have anything else to do. Truly, you don't. We and we can tell. Anyway, um, I'm I'm just happy that the women's matches got quite a bit of time on Raw this week. It seemed like they got a lot of time, uh, more than usual this week. They got to uh, flush out their matches a little bit, so that was really dope to see. Or maybe it's just me, but or maybe I, I just paid attention to them the most. But I don't know. It was just dope to see. Uh, yet again, we had the Cruiserweights ending Raw, um, which was, in my opinion, pretty worth it. I'd say I'd say it was pretty worth it. Um, even though Enzo was going on a rant, a lot of the, ra- the, the rambling and jabbering that he was doing this week, it made a lot of sense. Um, it wasn't just a bunch of catchphrases. I mean, it was just a bunch of catchphrases. That's what Enzo does. But they actually made sense. Um, they actually had some importance to it. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just, it was, it, it was good for once to see Enzo saying something and it wasn't just a bunch of jabber. It, it actually related to something. Um, Enzo firing up all the cruiserweights was super funny. Going around, had a joke for everyone except for Akira Tozawa, which in itself was funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was definitely a, a good way to end Raw. I'm not mad at it at all. It, it made sense for what he was saying, him firing up all the cruiserweights. Good old Wilmington fire up. Let me see one of those in a minute. Giving everybody some jokes. Giving them a stack. If you're from Wilmington, you know what that means. It means that you were firing people up. Giving them a bunch of jokes. So, putting you guys onto some lingo. Some old lingo. But it's lingo nonetheless. Anyway. Uh, Kalisto coming into the Cruiserweight division. It's the first time I've probably ever been excited to see Kalisto. Um, timing is a little... Mm, but, you know... It made sense with the storyline. No one can fight for the title because they all touched him. So Kalisto's there, and he can come down and, you know, do the Selena Del Sol looking like Gold Shredder from the new Power Rangers movie. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's probably the only time I've ever been excited to see Kalisto. Um, I don't know if they're going to take the title off Enzo that quickly to give it to Kalisto whenever they had this match, but... I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm not uh, really worried about it now. Anyway, most important part of Raw, at least to me, the Shield is getting back together. I called it. I told you. I told you. I told you. Um, Like I said, it wasn't the way that I was hoping for it to happen, but hey, they formed in Indianapolis broke up in Indianapolis, and from what I understand, next week the show will be in Indianapolis, so if the stars align correctly, we will get the shield, but even a dope moment, I mean, obviously, I don't know, I'm tired of WWE doing these Shots that it's like, oh, it's so obvious, Dean walks in, Seth's gonna walk in next, 
Oh, they're going to stare at each other intensely. Then they're going to look around like they don't know what's going on. Even though they do, they're going to form. So, I mean, WWE, come on, man. Like, just, come on. Just please, like, stop disrespecting our intelligence. We know that they're getting back together. At least make it more presentable where it's not like, oh, Dean's here. Seth's on the other side. Now let's look around like we don't know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. Just please stop insulting our intelligence and be smarter. Can you, can you just do that? Can you do that for us? Thanks. Moving on to WWE SmackDown. Um, Nakamura Jinder Mahal seg- segment. Uh, it was... Yeah. I've 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 went hard for pause for uh the Maharaja for months now, but it's getting stale. Um, the only thing that's really of any relevance for him at this point is the Singh brothers. Um, and it's just like if you guys aren't gonna give him anything good to roll with, you're gonna give him, you're not gonna give him anything good to to build off of. Uh, even though I don't, I'm not totally in for Nakamura getting the title right now. Take the belt off gender. I mean, it's 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 a waste to have it on him. You're not gonna book him correctly or allow him to do anything actually dope. Besides having the Singh brothers, just I mean, it, I love the Maharaja, but you're not. It's, it's nothing good coming from it at this point. And it's just like even though Nakamura is his opponent. Just take the title off of him if you're not gonna if you're not gonna take the cuffs on him off of him. Just just let let the title go, Nakamura, and then go into something else from there. Um, and that's pretty much all I had to say about that. Um, Jenner attacking from behind was a dope move, um, typical heel move. Um, but yeah, it was what it was. Anyway, Charlotte and Becky versus Nata, Nata, Natalia and Carmella. Um, Dope match. I mean, it's another dope match from the women of WWE. Um, Charlotte doing the knee to the back of Natalya's neck was a dope, dope tactical move. Um, Charlotte giving out a vicious spear. Um, she was on fire at a certain point in that match, just killing it, um, moving very fluently. Even though she kind of moves awkwardly, it's still very fluent. Um Anyway, Carmella hitting Becky with the briefcase, dope heel tactic, dope um, part to see. Um, Natty hitting Charlotte from behind and putting a sharpshoot on her. Um, just, you know, nostalgic stuff. Um, definitely hyped to see uh, what happens in this match. Being that Natty put her in a sharpshooter, I see Charlotte taking the title. But we'll talk about that in a minute anyway. Um so, but just a dope match overall. Some, you know, regular, regular heel stuff happening for the heels to win. But I liked it. It wasn't boring. It was good stuff. Uh, it was of substance. It made sense. So, I'm happy with it. Um, moving on. We have Bobby Roode versus uh, uh, whatever his name, Canellis is. Because I don't care about him at this point. Mike Canellis. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, don't really care. Um, so you guys bought him here to build up that whole love crap for him to be a jobber now. Interesting. Um, I mean, I've seen him being a jobber from the get-go. I don't know why you put him over Sami Zayn, but, you know, whatever. Um, it pains me a lot to say this, even though we all know this. But in, only, in the only fashion that the lowdown can, I'll be the first Indian over here to just come out and say it, 
Bobby Roode is truly nothing more than an entrance. It's a great damn entrance, but uh, that's about it, man. His his wrestling leaves a lot to be desired, um, and those desires maybe were left in TNA. Um, I, don't, I don't recall him much in TNA. Only people I truly paid attention to back in those times were uh, Samoa Joe and P.D. Williams and a couple other people, but uh, Bobby Roode was not one of them, uh, not for long anyway, except for a couple of his beer money matches when he was with James Storm. Other than that, didn't really pay him any mind. He's like, uh, he's like the right a Triple H. Um, yeah, is that? Yeah, he's like right a Triple H or CBS Triple H. No, he's right a Triple H. Yeah, yeah, he's right. He's he's right a Triple H. Anyway, um, uh, Dolph coming out and just pretty much saying what a lot of people are thinking that. Bobby's nothing more than the entrance. Um, I how many St. Edwards wrestling crew hoodies does Dolph has, or is that just the same one? Like, dude, do you have any other wardrobe? Why are you always wearing that hoodie? I don't get it. Uh, well, maybe I do get it. I used to wear a hoodie a lot, the same hoodie a lot at one period in my life. But you're a grown man and you're rich. So why are you wearing the same hoodie? Um, I hope that's a new one. Anyway. I didn't understand why Dolph didn't attack Rudy either because he definitely turned away to do the glorious thing. And he turned away from Dolph, and Dolph clearly could have attacked him, but he just walked away. And I was just like, you're in heel mode right now. Like, why did you not go attack Bobby Rude? But whatever. It is what it is. Um, Yeah, I just didn't understand that. Anyway, the Uso segment uh, was dope. Uso's in New Day are probably the second... Or third, second or third um, thing that I watched SmackDown for um, at the moment. Um, I thought it was very funny where they were like inside the penitentiary. There won't be this. And say inside the U.S. the Uso penitentiary, there will be no bootios. I would hope there will be no bootios in the penitentiary, guys. Booty is booty is a it's a strange topic that goes on in penitentiary, and I don't think you guys. Uh, should be worrying about bootios. Um, the Bodhi Warrior might be in there. You don't want that. Because he won't stat Bodhi. Shout out to everyone who likes the, uh, the boondocks. Anyway, um, New Day cutting off the Usos. Um, I'm glad they did that because I really hate that. It's not paranoia. Uh-uh. It's the Uso. It's... It's cool, I guess, for your gimmick, but guys, I really hate it. Um, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a bittersweet thing. Like, it's cool, but I hate it at the same time. And I'm just really glad that the new day cut them off. Um, I like how the new day, the new day said, uh, you know, you came to read us our rights, but let's talk about some lefts. Just you know, typical great new day stuff. Thinking outside the box, coming out with some good stuff, and I'm just. I'm happy they have the title. We'll talk about later who I think, uh, who I want to go with it. But anyway, I'm just truly happy these guys have the title right now. Moving on. Uh, Corbin versus Dillinger. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I didn't really, really care about it um, initially. But it actually, it was actually a decent match, man. I got to admit, it was pretty decent. Um, I'm pretty sure Baron Corbin is on like his third or fourth entrance. It's just like, you know, 
how does this guy have a whole mixtape for a theme? I don't understand. Just go back to the original. The original was fine. He didn't need to change the music. It was a bunch of nonsense. Like, I don't get it. Like, he doesn't need a whole mixtape. This dude has a whole Spotify playlist for his theme songs. Like, I don't get it. Just stop it. Just give him one, and he'll be fine. He doesn't need a whole playlist. Like, just cut it out. Stop it. Uh, there was a trio woe move in this match, and I hate trio woe moves. They're, they're pointless. They make no sense, and I want them to stop. So... I never want to see those guys do that again. I never want to see that move again, even though it's going to happen. Anyway, Dillinger pulling the victory out of nowhere was crazy. Just completely caught him off, completely caught Corbin off guard with the roll-up. The commentators were caught off guard by it. They were still talking and just, oh, oh, Dillinger wins. And it's like, you know, and I, I definitely got caught off guard by it. I was like, uh, roll-up. And it was like, oh, snap, Dillinger won. Like, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, just definitely, uh, just surprising to see him pull that victory out of nowhere. Um, AJ Styles being phenomenal as usual, making a lot of good factual statements about Baron Corbin that he hasn't won. That he, you know, those temper tantrums, so on and so forth. Um, I would have rather him come out seeing the entrance. This is a guy who actually has a good entrance and has great wrestling. So I would have loved to see AJ come out, but you know, it is what it is. So we had uh, Randy Borton versus Aiden English with Rusev. Rusev was the only thing I cared about in this match, and I pretty much skipped through the match um, or lack thereof just to see what Rusev was doing. Um, and there would be many more Rusev days, hopefully without Randy Borton being involved. Um, last and least, what well, last but not least, sorry, but Corbin is probably least. Actually, Randy's lease. Anyway, uh, we had Shaming Man versus Owen segment. Uh, thought it was interesting that the match got switched to Falls Count Anywhere. Um, I guess that gives it some room. We know Shane's jumping off the platform. If he doesn't, that would be different. But being that it's Hell in a Cell and Shane's involved, we know he's jumping off of something. Uh, if he jumps off the cell again, that'd be... I mean, it'd be what everyone is thinking, but I mean, it'd be, it's always dope to see him jumping off something, so it is what it is. Jumps out of helicopters, jumps off sails, jumps off tight drawns. What won't he jump off of? Anyway, um, KL, Mike and Shane's theme song was pretty damn funny. Um, just typical, typical KL greatness and its finest. Um, I thought it was odd that Shane went looking to fight someone in a suit vest and jeans. Um, I, I mean, why are you fighting people in suit vests, Shane? You should have wore a t-shirt. Um, but, you know, it's just you know, logic or whatever. I mean, if you want to go fight someone in a suit vest, you're rich enough. You, should, you know, you're prerogative. You do what you want. Anyway, um, I thought it was really dope that uh, that they fought in the corridor. I haven't seen a good uh, merch table fight in a minute, so that was definitely dope to see. Um, it was a very awkward power bomb. Shane didn't get quite the good full rotation on that thing, but you know it is what it is. It's a good merch table fight. I haven't seen that since Brie Bella and whoever she fought at the merch table years ago. Anyway, um, 
KO beating a complete mess out of Shane was dope, but it, it worries me because typically when that happens on go-home shows, the other person wins, and Shane's dope, but I don't want him winning. I don't want him being KO. It would make no sense. It would be stupid and it would be pointless, and it would be total WWE nonsensical logic. So let's hope for the best and hope that it doesn't go the way that it seems like it may go. Let's hope the WWE does right by this, does right by KO. You gave this man this push. You bought Vince out. You you know, you're giving him Shane, which is equivalent to a title match, I guess. So don't waste it and trash it all by letting Shane win. It would be stupid. Complete stupidity. Anyway, moving on. Let's get into these Hell in a Cell picks. You got... uh. Chad Gable and Sean Benjamin versus the Hype Bros on the kickoff show. Um, I'm not going to watch the kickoff show. Um, but I'm definitely not going to watch it being that the Hype Bros are on it because Zack Ryder is trash. Um, I'm picking Gable and Shelton Benjamin on one man because I like them too. Especially Shelton Benjamin and Zack Ryder is trash. Um, and Mojo Raleigh does nothing for me, so he's equally trash, I guess. So, yeah, I'm choosing uh, Gable and Benjamin. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't win. Um, I don't care that the eyebrows are getting mad because they can't win. They don't deserve to win. So, anyway, Randy versus Rusev. Uh, No-brainer. I want Rusev to win. Um, Randy has not done anything really of substance in a long time, and I could care less about him right now, period. Um, he's boring, and I'm a Rusev fan, so I want Rusev to win. That's an easy one. No-brainer there, guys. Dolph Ziggler versus Bobby Roode. It's no secret. We know Bobby Roode is going to win. I hope Dolph is leaving the company and going to the Indies and going over there to kill it, and we can see him at House of Hardcore in November. Uh, but maybe that's too soon if he does leave. Um, I don't know. Hopefully not. But, yeah, hope. I mean, it's obvious Bobby's going to win. I hope Dolph leaves and we can see him in House Hardcore in November. Um, I would like to see Dolph win this, obviously. But we know that's not going to happen. So, we have Natalia versus Charlotte Flair for the Women's Championship. Um, I think Charlotte's going to win. Love Natty, but I don't love what her character has been doing as of late. So I really want them to put the title on Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte rock out with it, do what she does, make it re- uh, make it relevant, uh, and defend it and put on dope matches. Uh, sorry, Natty, but they they giving you a trash period and trash character development to have the title with, and you deserve better. Um, anyway. Um, I have the Tag Team Championships, the New Day versus the Usos, down since day one-ish. None of this, not, that doesn't even make sense, down since day one-ish, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Day one-ish is just like, this is day one-ish, not down since day one-ish, no, because even if you said the cuss word, it still would not make sense. Um... That really bothers me every time I think about it. Anyway, um, this is a dope rivalry. These guys have been putting on dope matches. Um, every match that they get, it's just been great. It's been better and better and better and better. Uh, it's going to be interesting seeing this in the Hell in a Cell. Um, very, very, very different uh, seeing them in the Hell in a Cell. But 
I mean, knowing these these two um, tag teams, the possibilities are endless. I'm excited to see what they're going to do, especially Kofi. Kofi is Air Kofi. I don't know what he's going to do, but I just know, like, you got all that space. You got all these things to do. Amazing things are going to happen. I don't know what Kofi's going to do, but I just know something. He's going to give us something that uh, that's going to be in the highlight. So I'm waiting to see that. Um, as far as who walks away with the titles, I honestly, I don't know. I, I mean, I would like to see the New Day keep them. I wouldn't be mad if the Usos take them back. Um, I just don't know what the what the new day would do afterwards. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way, whoever wins out of this, I really won't be mad. But I would like to see the new day walk away with it, so I'm going with the new day. Uh, next we have uh, the Maharaja Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I did not care about that last match. I don't care about this match. Um, I would like them. Neither of them have the title at this point because it's not doing anybody any good, really. But I don't see them stripping the title off of gender. Uh, Triple H is in India right now, so I just connect that that gender's going to win. And, yeah. Moving on. AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin for the United States title. Um, I would like Corbin. No, I'm not even going to do that. It's, that. That would be a lie. AJ is who I'm picking. Um. AJ and Kevin Owens are my two favorite in the WWE right now. So if they're on the card, I'm obviously going to pick them to win. It's very hard for me to pick otherwise. I am very biased to these two unless they're against each other. I'm picking AJ to win. If Baron Corbin wins, I promise you I will flip a plethora of things over. There will be yelling. There will be screaming. And I would be highly upset. And that will, that may be strike two or three towards me canceling my WWE subscription. So, uh, WWE, let's think wisely if you want my money. Last, we have Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon, Hell in a Cell. Like I said, uh, we know Shane's jumping off of something more than likely to sell. He may jump off the Titan Tron. False count anywhere. Huh. That would be dope if he, you know, jumps off the Titan Tron again. I mean, he did the Hell in a Cell last year. So, him climbing up the Titan Tron again, it's about that time. We're due for one of those moments, Shane O'Mac. And as far as count anywhere, ah, I don't, you don't have to be Harry the Spy to figure that out. He's jumping off the Titan Tron. I'm putting my money on it. He's jumping off the Titan Tron. Hopefully that doesn't end the match with Shane winning, but he's definitely jumping off the Titan Tron if it's fall count anywhere. Or some sort of platform, but I'm definitely putting my money on. He's gonna fly he's gonna fall off the Titan Tron again. He's either gonna fall or jump off of either one. I just hope he misses Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens wins. So Yeah. That's 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 my hope. I really hope that Shane does not win, because I would be very, 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 very upset if he wins. But knowing WWE, it's possible that that happens. No, it's not. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think. It, oh, dear God, please. Oh, please. Yeah, he's not going to win. He's not going to win. Let me stop talking like that. He's not going to win. So, uh, also, Hell in a Cell Sunday. Also, Sunday um, is 
Beyond Wrestling's Adios Aurora Women's Revolution, uh, Women's Wrestling Revolution, um, which has a lot of my favorite uh, women on the indie scene out there wrestling that day. Uh, we have a couple matches that I'm also going to do picks for. Uh, we have Deanna Perazzo versus Mia Yim, which is going to be super dope. Everyone knows I'm a Mia Yim fan, so I'm obviously going to pick Mia Yim. They're going to put on a dope match, though, these two here. Deanna Perazzo is definitely dope. Uh, Mia Yim is super dope. I'm a super big fan of hers, and I just expect a great match. This is definitely, I, I believe this is the main event, which is a dope main event. I'm um, going with me and Yim for the win. We have Jordan Grace versus Rachel Ellering. Rachel Ellering lied to me. She said she was going to be in the show, and then she completely took off her DMs or whatever, and I don't really care. I hope she doesn't win, so I'm going with Jordan Grace for the win, and I hope she smashes her. We have uh, Taylor Hendricks and Alexis versus Team C-Stars. I have never heard of Team C-Stars. I have heard of Taylor Hendricks and Alexis, so I'm going to be biased for knowing them and choose them for the win um they're definitely dope um i'm interested to see who team c stars are and see their work i'm actually might have watched their stuff already and just not realize who they are because i watched a lot of women wrestling matches women's wrestling matches um we have renee michelle who was in the um the May Young Classic. Oh, I'm sorry. A couple of people. Uh, May Young, Rachel Ellering, um, all in May Young Classic. Um, Renee Michelle, who's in the May Young Classics and May Young Classic, and Nyla Rose um, versus Karen Q, who should have been in May Young Classic, and Tasha Steeles. Um, I'm gonna go with Karen Q and Tasha Steeles for the win on this one. Um, yeah, they just I just see them two winning. Um. No real reason why I just I just see them two winning this match and them getting over in this match. Uh, we have which is probably gonna be my this is this is not even probably this is my gonna be my my favorite match of the afternoon. Sonya Strong, woo, she looked good versus Tessa Blanchett, who woo also looked good. It's going to be probably my, that might be my favorite match of the day, actually. Seeing that, that'd be dope. Two of my favorite uh, female wrestlers overall wrestling each other. That'd be super, super dope. Um, If I have to pick. Damn, this is a tough pick. Damn. Uh, um, hmm. How you do that, Jose? It's a tough pick. Um, uh, twist my arm here. You know what? I haven't done this um in a while. Uh, probably well, not a while. I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna choose anyone. I'm gonna sit back and enjoy this match because it's too hard to pick, and I don't have to. And I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the match. Whoever wins, wins. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be upset. Um, So, yeah, I'm just excited to see it. It's a dope match. It's definitely going to be my favorite match on the card. Probably my favorite match of the whole day. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm just not going to choose. I don't. I, it's too tough of a pick for me, so I'm not going to. Uh, lastly, we have, uh, well, not lastly, because there's other 
people that are going to perform. But we have Maria Manic versus uh, Davian. I'm going with Maria Manic because I follow her and I see a lot of the effort that she puts in. And I've seen a lot of her matches and I just think she's dope. Uh, Davian's dope too, but uh, I'm going with Maria Manic for the win. Um, she's just been doing a lot and I don't see why they wouldn't push her and put her over on the match. Also, um, scheduled to compete, there is Ali Rex, Jenny Rose, Naughty. Skyler, Terry Calloway, and Willow Nightingale, who I'm also a fan of. Um, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just uh, dope to see that. And that's, uh, I believe, at 2, 2 p.m. on Sunday. So that's um, quite some time before uh, before Hell in a Cell. So, and I'm probably at the moment looking more forward to watching that than I am Hell in a Cell. And I believe you can watch that on um, beyondwrestlingonline.com somehow. Um, you can go in there and figure out how you can watch that. I believe you can watch it for free. If not, then it's definitely worth the money. Um, I definitely don't mind putting money towards watching it. So, yeah. Anyways, um, that's pretty much the end of the show, y'all. Um... So go and check out the Matt Magnus uh, weekly episode. I believe it's episode 89, and they're previewing Hell in a Cell. Also, our new episode of Falls County Anywhere. Go and check out my boys, Russ and Derek, over there at Falls County Anywhere, doing their thing, doing it how they do it when they do it, and they does it. You understand? And also, make sure you go online and check out the Matt Magnus merch. Um... I know Alo is probably very upset with me because I continue to forget what it is. You know what? I think I'm going to just look it up um, real quick because it needs to be on point. And you guys need to know directly where it is. And I'm having a hard time finding it on Google, which is why... You need to know. Anyway, Matt Madness gear is out there. Um, I really can't find the thing right now. I don't know why. So, I don't know. That's, that's pretty hot. Uh, wait. We got to work on that, guys. Why isn't that popping up? That should pop right up. We are popular enough where... We're popular enough where that should come up. What the hell? Okay, here we go. Let's now we're making progress. Um, right to wrestling company. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't pop up, but anyway, Mad Madness gear is out there. Go out and search it. Um, it's out there and it's worth it. I'm definitely about to cop a hoodie soon because it's hoodie season coming up, and I love hoodies and I definitely need that Mad Madness hoodie. Draped across the back of greatness. Um, what else? Anything else that needs to be said? Nope, said it. Didn't need to say it. Already did that. Yep, I'm good. So, this is Face of the Hill, the Mouth of the Belt, the whole FM podcast, Don DiBiase, Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Mundo, Don Strowman, Donovan the Low, Down Lloyd. And this has been another episode of The Perfect Edge. 
Holla! If you hear me! This is bigger than me. Yeah, I'm just making it clear. Give me a space in the clear. When you see I appear, got that black and white gear. And we in the fifth gear. And you know we don't care if they whip or they against. We don't mean to make offense, but yo, we mean with our offense. The scene is finna switch. My team got it on clinch. If the scene that you went green, then we gon' lean at your expense. This angle but has a twist. Just to hear one for a real one. Left lane deals for a real one. And they know the fake from the real ones. You hear that guitar riff, they switch up the stands quick. They think we want Hollywood, you can't understand it. You see who I stand with, my team is outstanding. We came with a plan, but see your plans with you handed. You hear that guitar riff, they switch up the stands quick. They think we want Hollywood, you can't understand it. You see who I stand with, my team is outstanding. We came with a plan, but see your plans with you handed.